Welcome to Everyday Spirituality with your host, Kimberly Tobin. Using religion as a foundation, we can broaden and even break its boundaries in order to explore and strengthen our spirituality. Our program is designed to bring faith into your life, however you may interpret it. It's not just for hard times. It's not for services once a week or only a few times a year. It's in everything around you. You can use spirituality to make the world around you a better place. Now, here is Kimberly Tobin. Welcome, everyone. I am so grateful to have you all with me today. I'll share a little secret. It's a very special day. It is my birthday, and I love birthdays, and I'm so grateful to share it with all of you. Now, um, I have a wonderful guest today, and she um, also has a show on Our Voice America, so we'll learn a little bit more about that as well. Uh, Linda Patton is joining us today. She is the author of the um, several uh, international best-selling books as well as Uh, a leadership book that she's going to explain more about. Today we're talking about, are you a reluctant leader? We all have many different duties in our day-to-day lives, and whether that is um, as a parent, as uh, a co-worker, as a daughter, as a, you know, many, many different uh, duties, titles, however you want to call it. Um, And Linda is going to be sharing some of her tips on how to step from commanding to leading. Linda, welcome. Thank you for being here with me today. Oh, Kim, it's such an honor to be here on your show and to be with your radio show audience, and I am looking forward to this. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and and all the wonderful things that you do? Well, this could take up the entire show. Okay, cool. (laughs) But um, to give you sort of the the thumbnail sketch, uh, I never saw myself as a leader, uh, even though I spent 15 years in the military. Um, I retired as a major uh, several years ago, and I've been in corporate. I was vice president in corporate, and what I like to say is that in 20 cents will get you two dozen vice presidents in (laughs) banks especially. Uh, And then... 31 years ago, I opened my own business. Uh, We were doing multi-association management um, and conferences and conventions and all of that. And I still have that side of the business. But -hmm. there was something missing. And it was leadership. And I actually had a woman in a workshop uh, come up to me and say, you know, I thought you'd lead us in that exercise. It's just what we expect of you. And I went, me? you got to be kidding. I don't lead. I'm the one who does all the work, but somebody else leads, somebody else has the vision. And then I started looking back on my career, what, how I work in our family, um, the nonprofit things that I've done and, and all of that. And I went, you know, yeah, I am a leader and I needed to step out from behind the curtain, from the back of the stage and to really own that. And we're going in some really interesting directions in 2018. So, mm-hmm. Why I do this? Okay. Um, The women's movement in January, lots of women were out there, thousands of them around the world, protesting and marching at the same day as the inauguration. And it was powerful. It was palpable. And it was like, wow, we're we're going back to the women's rights movement and and the Mm -hmm. civil rights movements and that kind of thing. And it did. And when it was over, 
it was over. A lot of stuff I think is being done behind the scenes, but I think we need to be visible and we're not. So that's sort of where we're moving in 2018. I totally agree. And being visible doesn't mean that you have to be in front of a stage in a big movie production or on the news or something like that. Being Stepping into a leadership role can be as small as being visible in your family or mm-hmm. being visible in your community. I mean, how much more powerful can you be than to be an example to the young girls in your area, whether that is your daughters, your, um, you know, in their schools and their sports teams. I mean, there's so many ways to to step out from behind the curtain, if you will. And and Kim, I think that's so true. the The key around that too is we as women don't see ourselves doing those things and being called a leader. In fact, um, I would say that most of the women that I know who are awesome leaders in their family and as you said in the community at school and sports and um, Girl Scouts Boy Scouts whatever it might be they go no 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 that's not leadership it's just what what I do and mm-hmm. it's like no you are a leader you've stepped into that role but we're so afraid of doing it wrong and mm-hmm. ruining people's lives that we don't claim it and that's a oh. tragedy it is a tragedy because we have so much knowledge mm-hmm. and we have, I, it's a ten, I believe it's a tendency for women to care. I mean, we're caregivers. And, mm-hmm. and again, that doesn't mean if it's an animal, if it's a plant, if it's children, you know, if it's a project, whatever. I think our tendency is to do that, to, to care for a project, to, to do different things. So we don't want to step out and we want to be the ones in the back following the directions or the commands of others. Well, and I think too, Kim, that uh, part of that is just our um our gender coding. Um, yes. I know as, as a young girl, you know, I was taught, one, I needed to be perfect. Two, mm-hmm. I couldn't apply for anything if I didn't know 99.9% of the job before I walked in. And three, my job was to support, be that family, be it community, church, work, whatever it might be. My job was to support. And, and usually without a voice. Yes. Well, if you have a voice, it's in the ear of the person who is quote leading exactly yeah and and that's where the tragedy is Be- because of that the, the, oftentimes the women that I talk to go uh, well I just thought they'd know that I wanted that job I said no you have mm-hmm. to step up and say I want this what do I need to do to get it because that's what the men are doing they're also stepping into jobs that they may know 20% of the job and go, yes. ah, I'll just learn the rest of it when I'm, while I'm on mm-hmm. the job. So it, it's a shift in our gender learning that has to happen. I agree. And we're so afraid to be the bitch in the situation. We're so <laughs> afraid we're going to come across as being the bad person. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, Men and don't the tra- care. Yeah, and the tragedy too is that oftentimes when we do step into a leadership role, we we look at the men and try and emulate them rather than using our feminine power to really lead and to lead in the feminine way with collaboration and with caring and with nurturing and that kind of thing. But still having that uh, influence that we as women can do so very, very well. And you're right. And unfortunately, when 
we do step into it as a masculine model. In other words, I have a colleague who says, no, I'm not a man in a dress. Mm-hmm. Um, we become bitchy because that's what we see. That's the, the mo- role model that we see in front of us. And it's not the case. Right. So, so true. Mm-hmm. So on what on your journey it caused you to re- recognize that you were a leader, that you needed to step out? Um, well, again, it was coming out of that workshop and having somebody say that to me. And I went, yeah, okay, right. Uh, that I really, I really did do a deep dive back into my history and realized that throughout my career, uh, and to some degree uh, as a student, but not as much, more so when I stepped into the military, and here I am, I'm an officer, I'm expected to lead. I'm expected to take a department and turn it around and make it function. I worked for a four-star general. Uh, my job was as a protocol officer. I led him around on every visit of someone who came into the headquarters. Uh, there were other protocol officers with me, so it wasn't just me. But I was given like a two-week Army Scientific Advisory Panel meeting. I ran, you'll love this, I ran a B&B that was designated as the VIP quarters. So I wow. had, I could wow. actually say to a general, no, you can't stay there this week. And be okay with that because mm-hmm. I had a certain number of rooms and, and each floor was designed for certain ranks. And if I was full, I could say to, to a general, I'm sorry, I have no room for you. There's no room in the inn for you. And that was really powerful. Yeah. Uh, and I could influence my my boss, the four-star general, um, as for little things like what he ate for lunch. And that's, that's, it just amazed me that we could make those kinds of leadership decisions um, at that time. And, you know, I was a platoon officer in a basic training company. I ran a, 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 a company of about 120 women. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had a company commander, but she left most of it to me, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. And so, again, stepped into leadership without even really thinking about it, without um, – you know, oh my God, what do I have to do? What's the skill? What's the task that I have to do? It was almost inherent. And I think that's the talent that we as women have, but we're so afraid we don't have the skills that we won't take it. And then it's, it's just sort of gone from there. Uh, I stepped into Dare to Dream, which is uh, the company that, that The Art of Hurting Cats came out of, mm-hmm. because I was running into women my age and, and younger who were saying, is this all there is? I thought I'd have more. You know, I had these dreams. I wanted to write a book. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to run a marathon. I wanted to walk for the Avon uh, charity. Yeah. And I haven't. You know, when do I get to do this? And I basically did a workshop on take that dream off the shelf and start building a vision, having a plan, and making it happen. And that has now translated into Dare to Lead, which is where the company is going next year. Cool. I can't wait yeah. to hear about that, too. <laughs> that is so fun. And, and you know, I think that it, it, it does your point as we don't always know that we are leaders. Mm-hmm. So we've done all the work for it, but it's claiming that. Yes. That, you know, hey, you are a leader. Mm-hmm. And, and why, does, why is that so hard for us to do? Well, again, I think... Uh, from from a reluctancy perspective, uh, we 
we sort of feel that we might have some talent around that. We don't see what we do with family and community and that kind of thing. It's leadership. It's mm-hmm. just it's just something I do. And where we get hung up is I don't have the skills to do this. I am so afraid of ruining somebody's life because I make a mistake that I won't even step into it to try. Mm-hmm. And you know, I asked I asked two questions. First of all, when you got married, did your officiant hand you a book that said, this is how you lead a, a, a marriage? This is how you make it work? If he or she did, then how come our divorce rate is what it is? Yeah. Second of all, if you have kids, um, when you gave birth to at least the first one, did your obstetrician or your midwife hand you a book and say, this is how you raise this child? Now, true in the 50s, uh, Dr. Spock tried to do that for us. <laughs> But uh, no, they don't. And yet you took on that challenge. You took on that leadership to lead within and influence within your marriage and to lead, again, with influence with your children. And you made mistakes. Mm -hmm. Did anyone die? Well, I shouldn't go there. But, um, you know, know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Exactly. That kind of thing. And and as long as I, I admit my mistakes, you know, when I've made mm-hmm. a mistake with my kids or my husband, I go, I am so sorry. That was not right. I should, you know, I should have said it a different way or whatever it might be. And that alone makes it okay. Right. That you're not going to be crucified for your mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, and I've talked to several, um, many, many people, and I can't tell you one that says they've had a perfect childhood. Oh. No, you know, and I and I I joke with my kids, and you know, laughter is a huge thing in our family. But I I've joked with them from early on and said, you know, I'm not paying for your college. I paid for mine. I will pay for your psychology bill because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm the one that put you there. You know, yeah. it, it it's just that I, my my joke about that, and and but I know that it's serious, and that no one has had a perfect life. We've all made mistakes. We've made mistakes as children, as siblings, and as parents. And that's still okay. Yeah, and actually that wounding that you get as a child can mm-hmm. be very, very important in your business as you get older because having had that wound and overcoming it, you then know what your ideal client needs mm-hmm. because you're looking at people who have the same types of wounds and you know how to work with them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so true. You, we're going to go off to our uh, break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss a little uh, the differences um, between command and lead and um, kind of get Linda's view on that. And we, we will be right back. Voice America Women, your passion starts here. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. For women, the pressure to achieve is stronger, the work hours longer, and the struggle for respect and authority more complex than ever. You want guidance on how to succeed, and you are not alone. You're invited to take your coffee break with Game Changers on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern for our special series, Game Changing Women. Powerful women leaders will help you make sense of it all, analyze how you can change the game, and share their playbooks. Game Changing Women, presented by SAP on the Business Channel. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. into Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everybody. Before we left, Linda and I were talking about um, stepping into being a leader. And sometimes we don't even realize we've already taken on that role. We're just not real comfortable with that title. Now, Linda, tell me, my well, my feeling is the difference between command and a leader is I feel like a commander is someone who steps back and do as I say, not as I do type thing, and leads without, or doesn't even lead, but commands without heart. A leader to me does it with their heart and soul engaged. How does I'd, that sound? Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you, Kim, in, in some respects. Command really in, in the military especially, um, but also in corporate, revolves around um, positional power or rank. And it's like, you do it because I'm a major and I tell you to do that. So there's there's no... No collaboration, really, uh, although I did that with my teams as much as I could. But there is, you still back in that, no, you'll do it because I said so. Mm-hmm. And what I find is very interesting is uh, women and men who come out of either of those two arenas still feel as an entrepreneur that they can you know, use that as a way of getting things done. And what I find, I mean, yes, I came out and... That's how I, you know, when I got backed into a corner, that's what popped up. So mm-hmm. I could be a great influential leader who was, you know, dealing with influence as opposed to command until it got to, I need this done now. At which point, the commander would step up. I literally would stand up straighter, my hands curled around my the uh, seams of my pants, and I would use that command voice to get what I wanted. And what I found was that my team members didn't stay, um, that, that, you know, it was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. I'm out of here. And my clients oftentimes were one-offs, you know, they, they do a project with me and they say, thanks very much, but I'm not coming back to that. Mm-hmm. 
And so I needed to learn the difference between command and true leadership. And that's what I'm using with the team I have now who are absolutely awesome. And I, I love them all. And, and, they, and what I love is it's a collaborative effort. I don't use command um, as much. But I was feeling abandoned. I was being isolated. And I have to be honest, you know, having done it time after, it's one of these things you change your, you think you're going to get a different result if you change your actions instead of changing mm-hmm. your thoughts and beliefs. And I, so I changed my actions and they'd still leave. And I go, you know, I must be stupid because I can't figure out what I need to do to make that change. And it came to me as I did my due diligence around leadership and really began to look at what um, leaders were saying about leadership and the quotes and that kind of thing. And I went, ah, that makes sense. And having implemented that, I find I, my team's been with me two plus years now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I rely on them. They, they know what to do. They know when they can push back and say, no, I think we should do this. And I listen. Um, and then we make decisions as a group. And I, I love it. It's a much better way to um, lead a group of women and men and, and all of that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and Go let ahead. me tell you, because this was such an important piece for me, such an important turning point. Um, I am writing a book that hopefully is going to come out in 2018. And I know hope is not necessarily a word to use, but I haven't, I've got it outlined, but I don't have it started yet. And it's called, No One Stood Up For Me When I Walked Into The Room. One Woman's Journey From Command to True Influential Leadership. Wow. And it's it's my story with each of the steps, the 12 steps in leadership, as well as some client success stories. So I think it's going to be really powerful. Um, and so audience, I'd love you to look for it at the end of 18. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I think that's going to be great because we don't always know, you know, how to go from one to the other. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of times do we look around and go, okay, what am I doing wrong? I mean, women, we do tend to internalize that, but we don't always oh, yeah. ask the questions of what can I do different? Right. We get the, um, I know I'm something, I, I must be doing something wrong because mm-hmm. people are leaving or whatever it might be, but we don't often know, we don't have the, the skill to know, well, what should I be doing? Which is why the 12 steps. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first one is defining leadership. What is it? Um, so that you can then take the other, the other 11 steps and make them work for you. What was the hardest for you? Um, well, and it's still hard. Um, the commander is a part of me. And he, to be honest, he likes being in charge. Um, I, and, and so we, we, we struggle in some respects. We actually had a conversation just the other day about this. And I have, what I do is I, I find ways for us to um, work together, to collaborate together where he gets something that he wants and I get what I want. And so it's, it's more of a yin yang mm-hmm. kind of thing rather than one being um, more in charge than the other. But yeah, I can still get into that commander role. Um, yeah. If pushed. I can totally understand that because mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm a person when I have a deadline, I usually move that deadline up for myself and I mm-hmm. want it done before that deadline. And when I get close to a deadline, then I start commanding. Exactly. <laughs> all there is to. The control it, it, freak in me gets yeah, carried away. Very, very much so. Yeah. Um, and when I'm not in control, that's when I, I get really nervous, but I call on source um, to, and, and, 
grace, um, my higher self and all of those to, you know, bring me down, calm me down and show me what the lesson is here and how we move forward. So I, I use them a whole lot. Well, and that's another thing that I think the difference between command and lead is, is leaders bring in their spiritual higher self, whatever you want to call it, their soul side. And when you can, I think when you're coming from the heart, you're leading. When you're coming from the head, you're commanding. Yeah, in most cases. And and to be honest with you, there is no feeling in command. Uh, None at all. Where the feeling is all in that influential leadership. How can I influence you? What needs to happen? How can we work together? I mean, there's a, a dance and a flow. And you're absolutely correct. If you're in the flow... You're working with your higher self and with yeah. source. Yeah. Absolutely. So what kind of, um, or do you have a, a ritual, if you will, that you do pretty much every day before you start your day to make sure you're coming from that place rather than um, from your heart rather than your head? Um, I do. Um, Ariel and I spend uh, a fair amount of time together early in the morning. Um, she has this phenomenal condo in the sky and mm-hmm. it, it, she has floor to ceiling windows that she keeps open as much as possible so it literally it's like an infinity pool but there's no water um, and so you can the, and there's always a breeze so the the drapes are always lightly moving and we have a conversation in the morning and set um, our intentions for the day and what are we going to accomplish and how are we going to do that um, I also have my angels and um, spirit guides that also pop in and mm-hmm. it's like, give me direction. Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? And I love it. It is such a warm feeling. Uh, and she has helped me solve all sorts of problems, um, all sorts of challenges. Um, she helps me set up the day. Oftentimes um, she or um, one of my angels will talk to someone I'm having a challenge with, talk to their higher self. And so when we actually have the conversation, it's like, how do we make this happen? Really, sort of an interesting story. I was having a challenge with my phone uh, provider, phone and internet provider, because I was shifting from one to another. And we had all sorts of challenges with the rollover and everything else. And I was still getting billed. And they had raised my rate by $300 when I told them that I was leaving. Oh, yeah. It was was like, whoa, I went from $400 to $700. How come? Mm. Um, And so we had this conversation. And we had gotten to a place of, you know, you should never see another bill. We're done. And, and I got a bill. And so I said to her, would you please go talk to them? Because I want this to be easy and effortless and a resolution that we both can, can live with. I picked up the phone. I called them. And it was so amazing how we work together. She said, oh, no, you're absolutely right. You, you canceled, you know, exactly when you were supposed to. And you know, we didn't catch it. And, and so... Yes, you will get another bill. Pay no attention to it. The following month, it will all be cleared up. And it was. But I was expecting a fight. You know, yeah. I, I was all ready for that that fight. And it was so brilliant. It's like, yeah, Ariel, you can do this for me anytime. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I have done that many times with a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whether I'm having, you know, difficulties with a friendship or I'm aggravated at my husband or, you know, um, bless his heart. Uh, you know, things like that. But I've never thought of doing it with another business or with, you know, someone you work with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, do the, I do it relative 
relatively regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who am I, who am I going to be on the phone with? I did it for this show. We we had a conversation uh, this morning about the show and how it would go and and to um, to provide. A container for you, even though it's not my show. I, it's something I do, uh, and that it would run smoothly and effortlessly as much as possible with technology involved. Oh, thank you so much. You're so I greatly welcome. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And and I, that is a total aha moment for me. I, I don't know why I never even thought that 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 would work, but mm-hmm. also that would work for a group that you're going to lead, whether oh, yes. it's your team or whether you're going to make an, a, you know, a, a speaking appearance or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It, it works. It works everywhere. Um, I do set intentions before I speak and, you know, Ariel and I talk about it and what we're expecting. Um, and it's funny when I don't do that, mm-hmm. the presentation doesn't come off quite the way I expected it to. And the audience isn't quite involved the way I expected to. And I, it's like, okay, it's like it wakes you up. Like, mm-hmm. yes, oh, yeah, I forgot something this morning. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, I love it. And I come out of, I come out of a Christian background. Um, mm-hmm. I was raised in the Lutheran Church. Um, in the military, the Protestant religions are all grouped together. And I didn't like the fact that there was no ritual. So I went to the Catholic Church. I spent many years um, as a practicing Catholic, but without the doctrine. I don't know how you, how you say that. Um, and then after the children were born, I stepped into a more holistic religion mm-hmm. and moved away from the um, brick and mortar uh, organized religions and really found my spirituality within me. And it has served me so well um, over the last 33 years that, um, you know, it, it's, it's just so a part of me now you know and that is to to me that it that's what it's all about you know mm-hmm. we you know the same thing i was i was brought up in a very uh, strict religious home and and it gave me the foundation and, mm-hmm. and you know exactly. and it was perfect for that stage in my life and the things that i had done and but you know i look back and we were always taught that you know your spiritual journey is personal mm-hmm. and so there are times and places for those rules and their regulations and that type of thing and and talk about you know leading versus commanding mm-hmm. um you know, that's something that you know i've stepped out of and i felt so freaking alone isolated <laughs> just the word that you had you know had yeah, used thought, oh my gosh yep. Mm-hmm. going to hell and I'm doing, you know, I'm doing bad and, you know, and, and all those kinds of things, but that's not what it's about. And the, to me, the most important lesson I have learned is you can't do it wrong. Mm-hmm. As long as the intention is there, keep it simple. You know, if you feel led to do a two hour, you know, ritual, if you will, that's perfect. That's perfect for you. But mm-hmm. if you want to do a two minute, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, that's- and that's what makes it individual and personal. Yeah, I love the spirituality on the go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you walk into something or whatever, and it's, you know, just a real quick um, out to your angels and, and, and whatever, you know, help me in this situation or keep me calm or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I get chills um, when it's truth. And they they will provide me with chills. And every now and then I get sort of a feather across my face. So I know they're there. And mm-hmm. I know they they speak to me. I I also, in some respects, also talk to my mom, mm-hmm. um, not so much my grandmother, uh, and my dad, absolutely. And so they're also a part of the team that keeps me grounded. 
you know me too. And a lot of times I don't, I, I not necessarily call them out, but I'll go, okay, team, I need this. Or mm-hmm. I, I can't, you know, and I have actually been in the middle of a brick and mortar and mm-hmm. seen a feather drop from the, no, mm-hmm. you know, that oh, yeah. as, as part of my messages. And I only, I mean, I'm one to do it with my animals too. You know, mm-hmm. um, when I'm working with one of my animals here in this plane, I'll go, I, I've had a, one of my favorite mirror pass away and I'll go, okay, why well, I, I need some help here. And, and, yeah. and they do, I mean, it doesn't, you know, it, it's just, I think it's the intention of asking mm-hmm. and being willing and open to that. I, okay. I'm going to tell you a true woo woo story. I was doing, um, some work, uh, spiritual work, and we had to do um, an activity with our eyes closed. And she said, you know, you, you, if you open your eyes, you will, you, you know, you'll just destroy the whole thing. But the idea was that you were supposed to walk across a bridge that you had built. And so I called my animals, which are mm-hmm. wolf and, and cougar, and I said, would you walk with me? And they, I put my hands on their backs, and they guided me. She said to me afterwards, of all the people I have ever led across this bridge, you are the only one who never veered off the straight path. Wow. You never needed me to knock you back onto the path. You were absolutely committed. And she said, I knew you didn't have your eyes open, so you weren't watching the, the ground or anything mm-hmm. else. I said, well, when you have a wolf and a cougar on either side of you, it's really tough to, to move off the straight line. That is so cool. Yeah. That so is they, so cool. They do spend a great deal of time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, again, they are, as as with you, they're very much a part of me. Mm-hmm. And they do speak to me as well, like they do Ab- for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And one of the things I think that um, is the most common is that we forget to ask. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So forget and to I, ask. And that's not, that's not only true with your, your spiritual connections, but it's true yeah. with your corporal connections. Uh, Absolutely. Relationships as well. You Absolutely. don't ask. You exactly. assume that they know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And you know what assume means. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Well, we're going to go to a break, a quick break. And when we come back, I would love for Linda to share a little bit more about how she trains leaders to lead leaders. That makes Sounds sense. Sounds good to me. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Voice America Women's Channel, where your success is limitless. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. You are tuned in to Everyday Spirituality with Kimberly Tobin. We'd love to hear from you with questions and comments about the show. Send an email to Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Again, that's Kim at KimberlyTobin.com. Now, back to Everyday Spirituality. Welcome back, everyone. I am having an absolute blast with my guest today, Linda Patton. Um, Linda, first, can you tell us a little bit about your radio show here on Voice America? Oh, I thank you, Kim. Um, I have a radio show on Monday mornings, for those of you who are, are able to do this at 10 in the morning, uh, called Leadership Stars. And I interview women and men who are leaders in their own arena. Um, so it's not tied to any particular um, type of business or anything else. I want my audience to hear from all different aspects. So I set themes once a month um, for that month. And so m- most of the leaders tie with that. And to just give you sort of a, a preview of no- about next year, because um, Kim, if any of your uh, listening audience has suggestions, I would love to hear them through your email. Um, January and February, January is about vision and strategy. February is about relationships. March is about women in politics. And I'm looking for top leaders in politics to interview that month. Um, May is May and November around military women, mm-hmm. both past and present. I really want to, because um, that's where I come from, and that's the the women that I know best. Um, I really want to talk to them about you know how they got where they are and do they realize what their history was and that kind of thing. In October, I'm doing leaders with disabilities. Oh, um, cool! Yeah, I have a wonderful man who's a Vietnam veteran who is. Um, disabled and yet he has created this phenomenal foundation so he's going to talk to me and I have a gentleman who's um, a leader in autism he actually is on the spectrum and to tell our audience what it took to do what he does so those are the kinds of people that I I bring in and I'm again if if there are others out there who would like to chat about being on the show I would definitely entertain that and please do go through Kim's email I know she'll forward them to me and well, by thank the way, you for that invitation. My uh-huh. first, my first anniversary. I will have been doing this a year. The Monday, Monday after Thanksgiving. Oh, cool! Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. That is cool. You know, and and you, your show. I I listen often, and I love the perspective that you give, and the different people that you have interviewed, mm-hmm. um, as well as the the gentleman that that is on the spectrum. As a mother of a child that has Asperger's and is on the on the spectrum, mm-hmm. you know there are times where you think, "Oh my gosh, I, I there's no other way. There's no way out of this." Or you know, this yeah. is how it's always going to be. It's nice and wonderful and inspiring to hear different um, perspectives and different stories. Well, definitely listen to to Sean. He'll probably oh. be 
um, the first Monday in October. Oh, that's awesome. So that is 2nd. great. Yeah. Before we went on break, we were talking about some of the things and and our our spirit how we bring our spiritual our spirituality mm-hmm. into our, our leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think it besides our spirituality is the most important skill for a true leader to know and use? Oh, the the very first and the, and the one thing you've got to have in place or leadership's worthless is vision. It doesn't mean necessarily that you need to be a visionary leader, but you, as a leader, you have to know where you're going. Uh, it's sort of like if you if you said, "Oh, we're going on a road trip. We're going to go for two weeks." Someone in that group would say, "So where are we going?" Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you got there? Uh, I one of the challenges I've had recently, I've been speaking to groups uh, and talking about. You know, do you have a vision? Because it's all about inspiration and, and how to build build teams. And so I said, hey, the first time it was, we're mid-year. How are you doing on your, on your vision for this year? Are you on track? Nobody raised their hand. Are you off track? Nobody raised their hand. And I said, how many of you actually have a vision? And only two people in the room raised their hands. And I go, how... How can you run a, a business if you don't know where you're going? So that's the very, very first thing is, one, understanding what's the vision for yourself. Where are you going? But also, where's the business going? And part of that has to do with then having the people who work with you align with that vision. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the most powerful pictures I have, and I can't use because I don't own the rights to, but it's it's a phenomenal picture of this pride of lions, it's males and females. There's a male out front with his female, like right at his haunch, you know, right, right next mm-hmm. to his neck. And they're all right behind him, all walking in that same direction. And every one of them has their eye on the photographer. And it is such a powerful wow. picture to see all of them focused on the vision <laughs> where they were yeah. going. Uh, it, it, it just, Every time I look at it, it just amazes me, and I'm in awe of that. And that's what where I think teams should be. They're all still individual cats, but they're all looking at a common vision. I so agree with that, and and the leader needs to have the vision. Mm-hmm. Also, coming from uh, trying to reform control freak, is that <laughs> my team also has their expertise and that I don't have to know everything about every detail as long as I have a team that I trust and knows and buys into the vision. Well, Kim, that's true. Um, Definitely, you you need to be able to trust them. And I always say when you hire a team, hire people who complete you, not people who are like you. Because the people who are like you will compete with you for doing the job. Whereas if you bring in people who complete you, they do the stuff that you don't know how to do. I have a phenomenal woman who does a lot of writing with me, um, both independently and also in collaboration. And she gets me. She knows all about who I am. And so it sounds just like me. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a phenomenal VA who is also my media director, my social media person. And she also, you know, completes me because I don't do that. Um, I have a webmaster who I definitely don't do that. Uh, And that's the type of people that I have brought together on my team. 
but they all have their own visions of where their businesses are going. And so what I want to make sure is that my vision and theirs work together. Because if I can align them, then I can help them meet their visions while we're meeting mine. And, and that is a true leader. Yeah, exactly. So believe that. You guys, Linda has been so gracious to offer us a free gift. And it's called Dare to Step from Command to Leadership. And it's such a, a generous offer. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? I hope so, because what I have is that uh, I'm offering you the, uh, an ebook. It's actually the first chapter of my ebook series. There are five of them, and it's all around defining leadership um, and all the aspects of that definition. So leadership versus management, but the, this is just the first one. And I'm also offering a 30-minute free um, strategy session because I would love to sit down with you on the phone, on Skype, on Zoom, whatever, and really get a sense of where are you and where are you stuck and what's the movement that you are looking to accomplish. In other words, you want to change the world. So how, do you, how would the world look different because of what you do and how can we move that forward? And I'm, I'm just really passionate about making that happen um, for people who have a cause or a movement or whatever they have that they're struggling with getting it out there and really blowing it up. And to me, that was the hardest freaking thing to mm-hmm. do. Because we have to step into our power. And I almost had to have permission to go, you know what? You're pretty powerful at this. Step into it. You can do this. Let me help you. I was afraid to even ask for help. And Mm -hmm. for you to offer this 30 minutes for somebody to to work with you is, you know, you're just such a powerful leader is is just phenomenal. And it will... I believe change the world because the people that you attract and help even in just those 30 minutes will be able to step into their power and make a difference. It's huge. Thank you Mm -hmm. so much. So, so so much for doing that. You guys, I I will put a link on my website. uh, That's KimberlyTobin.com forward slash gifts and go on there and that will send you right to uh, Linda's link and you will be able to set up an appointment for your, um, you'll get the ebook as well as uh, be able to set up an appointment time for your 30 minute session. So um, Linda, also, can you tell everybody how to get a hold of you if they have questions and if they want to be, you know, have some suggestions for your show? Absolutely. Probably the best way. Well, actually, you can do it a number of different ways. You can always friend me on Facebook. um, And it's uh, Dare to Dream with Linda uh, is the moniker. Um, Please feel free to leave me a message there. Um, The phone number is 925-954-3239. And I do answer my calls. Um, And, of course, email Linda at dare, the number two, dream with Linda.com. And I answer all of those as often and as quickly as I possibly can. And I'd love to hear your recommendations and what your challenges are. Oh and successes. I'd love you. to hear Thank successes so too. <laughs> and those are always fun, aren't they? Yeah. They are yeah. fun. It's great. It's great to hear from our audience. Mm-hmm. Before we go, 
Can you just give us one of what you would consider the easiest ways to check and see if you're leading or commanding? Ooh. Um, Well, for me, it has to do with posture. Uh, (laughs) Mm. When I'm commanding, I I get that um, almost the stick up my back. And, you know, I'm I'm very, um, yeah, I'm very tall. I'm very rigid and I can even tell by my voice whether I'm in command or in influence Um, so listening to that and watching that posture and I'm sure that there's something that everyone does that sets them up to be in command and then you listen to the words and you go ah command uh, with le- mm-hmm. with influence and leadership there's a softening it's not that you're hunched over or anything else but there's that softening there's that desire to collaborate there's the desire to build a relationship with the person you're working with and so there is that give and take and there's that flow and when you're in that influential leadership position you can you can literally see the energy moving back and forth and it's not going in one direction but it's going in both that is so true and mine's the same way at tone if mm-hmm. I, I i can say that i'm like ooh wouldn't mm-hmm. that just sound like my dad or, oh, yeah. you know, or my, <laughs> or posture, same thing. My hands are crossed or my hands are on my hips mm-hmm. and it takes that minute. It just takes a second to take a deep breath and check in and say, okay, am I, what I want to be talked, I mean, simple as what I want to be talked to like this. Exactly. And most exactly. of the time when I'm in command, I would want to be talked to the way I'm talking to somebody else. So that's a good check-in for me. Mm-hmm. So, yes, exactly. Linda, thank you again so very, very much for being in here today and just sharing all your wonderful tips and your and your uh, story with us. Um, again, everybody, Linda's uh, gracious gift, you will f- find that on my website. And her gift is called Dare to Step from Command to Leadership. And that's at KimberlyTobin.com forward slash gifts. And Kimberly, thank, thank you, you again, so very everyone. much for having me on. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate your time. It, it has definitely been wonderful. All right, everybody. Until next time, I am praying and hoping that you have days full of magic, blessings, and abundance. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Kimberly Tobin for Everyday Spirituality. Be sure to tune in again for another program next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll impart some more spiritual wisdom then.